What's going on, guys? Welcome to the first edition of, you know, our preview of bets, games to watch. And um, there's no better week to do it than week four. And uh, Michael, I think um, I think we're both very excited to introduce the first ever guest on the College yes, Football Degenerates podcast, our good friend, Mr. Brandon Ogle. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yeah, um... Brandon, I know you said you have some um some some bold takes. Um, what's what's your what's your upset of the week this week? Well, I sort of dropped one. I didn't say it. I didn't have it as an outright upset, but uh, I dropped it to just uh beating the spread. But I actually haven't taken it yet. But I, I'm 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 kind of I'm waiting a little bit. But I think Charlotte is going to beat the spread against Florida, a twenty-eight Ooh. point spread. That is interesting. That is int- that's 28 is a lot, though, for a Florida offense that is not fully proven yet. Michael, um, hey, what do you think about Pogi. that? Biff Pogey. Biff Pogey. Head coach at Charlotte, man. He's, uh, he's good. Uh, you know, my dad went to Charlotte. Um, so I do pay attention to Charlotte every now and again. And I did earlier this, this week. Or not this this season. Uh, I did have money on uh, Charlotte against uh, Maryland. Uh, they were it was at plus twenty four and a half, and I got really nervous because uh, Charlotte was up big, like they were up like fourteen, like six, I think at halftime. Uh, shout out uh, Michigan versus Bowling Green. Um, but so they're up fourteen six or something like that, and then at the end of the fourth quarter, it was like near the end of the fourth quarter it was like a they're down 24 points and i'm like oh no i mean if you know maryland gets another something up. but they scored a touchdown they covered it we were happy uh so i would not be surprised if charlotte covered against florida i mean this florida team has looked quite bipolar this season and i would not be surprised if after a big win against tennessee we see a little bit of a letdown maybe not an outright win but it would be hilarious if they did win. I, I would love that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I I hate starting off on a crazy on a crazy upset. I mean, I wouldn't put more than one dollar on it because no. it wins twenty. It wins twenty bucks, but for an outright upset. But but yeah, um, let's get into the more logical bets. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, more, more logical. Um, I actually a game I was looking at a little bit of an alternate spread, but um, I have Iowa plus seventeen and a half against Penn State. The line right now is plus fourteen and a half, and like main reason I'm thinking this is I do think Penn State is going to win this game, but their offense hasn't shown anything to to prove to me that they're going to blow out Iowa, and they played a defense. That's not nearly as good as Iowa's. Again, the best thing that Illinois has is their defense, but Iowa's is way better, and I think Iowa's going to keep this really close. I could see State winning by two touchdowns, but I just don't see it getting that high. Um, Brandon, I'm interested to see your thoughts on that. Um, that's not really a game I I had uh, looked too much into, um, so I don't I don't really have a ton of thoughts on it at the moment. Interesting, Michael. Um, what do you think? In terms um, of, uh, you know, 
you I mean you were talking about alternate spread 17 and a half which you know initial thinking I think probably Penn State wins by 14 maybe 10 to 14 points probably um so I mean yeah that 17 and a half definitely sounds good I I don't know I mean I think Penn State will um look better than they did against Illinois um, I think it'll probably be a close game for, you know, most of it, uh, with probably Penn State pulling away near the end. So, yeah, I mean, again, as Brandon said, I mean, I haven't looked at that game too much, but yeah, I definitely would not be surprised if, um, Iowa covers, you know, 14 and a half. I definitely think they could cover 17 and a half. So yeah, uh, interesting line to say the least. Yeah, I'd be more interested in the over-under in that game if I was betting on it. Uh, I I could see it going either way, being a completely offensive game. I could see it going being a completely defensive game. Uh, it's not really a game I would want to touch, though. That's fair, yeah. yeah. You don't really know what to expect out of either of these offenses so far. Yeah, because both have had really high-scoring games, and both have had, well, Penn State, not really as much, but... Iowa's been a little inconsistent with how how high they're scoring. Um, And a lot of their games are sitting right under 40, 38, 39 points scored. Um, So I that 40 and a half seems seems right, in my opinion. Yeah, it does seem like it it seems like too good of a line. So I really wouldn't want to touch it over or under. But. All right, I have I have one bet that I think is free money this week. Okay. Uh, Kent State at Fresno State. The over/unders at fifty and a half. I think Kent State, or sorry, not Kent State, Fresno State. I think Fresno State might score fifty on their own. So I, uh, I'm really liking that game. That is really low for how high scoring both teams have been. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll give out a play that I kind of like. It's a little something. Uh, SMU versus TCU. Um, I believe that's a 12 o'clock start. I believe. Yeah. Uh, so TCU is a six and a half. Some places have six and a half. Some places have seven. TCU is a seven point favorite. I think that game is going to be a lot closer um, than that. Uh, as TCU has not looked too good, um, and this is a rivalry game. It is. Uh, they're basically in the same, you know, city, uh, Southern SMU and Dallas and TCU and Fort Worth. And, um, like you go back and you look at some of these games and they've been relatively close. Uh, now, last year, obviously, uh, TCU being the team they were, I mean, even then, they beat, uh, they only won, you know, 42-34. This TCU team is not as good as last year. So, I would not be surprised if we see a really close game here. And I think SMU uh, will cover 6.5-7. And I kind of like SMU to win outright. Yeah, I, I agree. Definitely good one. I agree 100. percent I I do think I, I do think the spread is definitely the way to go because um, TCU does have home field advantage. Uh, but the sports books agree with you at minus 112 that they're they're favoring SMU to cover at the moment. So I I uh, 
I, I was considering taking that one, but that's not one of the ones I have on my list, but it, it was one of the ones I was thinking about. Nice. All right. Uh, do you want to give some more plays, or should we talk about a big game? Should we talk about it? Tell me what you think. Um, I have one more quick play before we talk about a big game. Um, I mean, I guess this is somewhat of a big game. I wouldn't consider it one of the biggest of the week, but um, I'm looking at Washington State versus Oregon State. I think it's going to be, you know, a really good game. I actually think it's going to be a little bit more high scoring, and um. I'm going to give the nod to the to the better quarterback who's also going to have the home field advantage. I have Washington State winning outright this game at plus 124. You know, I know the offensive line play, defensive play, Oregon State has been really good, but I think Washington State's offense in the first couple of weeks has looked like insane. Cameron Ward has looked insane. I um I personally have them winning outright and I I I think the I think the line's going to move a lot closer to a pickem as the week goes on. So um I think they're gonna I think they're gonna win outright. Alright. Uh so yeah let's talk about a big game. Uh how about we start with uh Florida State at Clemson. Uh what are y'all thoughts about the game? It's tough. It's at Clemson uh is the is the big factor in my opinion but uh, Florida State, I think this is they've been really thinking about this game. This is their opportunity to basically place their flag down as we are the ACC team uh, going forward. Uh, and I think that they're going to come in and, and win this game outright. Yeah, um, I agree that they're going to win the game outright. However, I personally am not going to touch this game because I could really see it going either way. You know. I really don't know which Florida State team is going to come play. I believe it's going to be the one that played against LSU. But that was a really shaky performance, and Clemson's a really hard place to play at. So um, I really do feel like it's a pick em. Uh Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I, I, would agree. I think I'm going to go with Florida State as well. Um, line's at minus two and a half. Uh you know, if I was to place something on this game, I'd probably go the Florida State spread at two and a half. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but um, I think probably what'll happen, you know, kind of punch, punch, you know, you know, back and forth, back and forth, and then as we see in the fourth quarter, Florida State probably pulls away from the. Uh, yeah, this this is a very big game. Uh, we can you could. Look back at the game last week against Boston College and very clearly tell that uh, Florida State was thinking about this game. It almost cost them, but uh, now they get Clemson. And, you know, this is, again, the game that they've had scheduled, you know, had circled on their schedule all, week, all year long. And I think Florida State pulls off the win. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think last week, last week was them looking ahead and, uh, and they they kind of paid for it. It is embarrassing that it was to Boston College, but uh, I they they were not playing like themselves uh, last week. So not at all. I think it's crazy because like I, I was telling Michael um, earlier this week, like you take away half of those penalties, especially the last one. There's definitely a world where Boston College wins that game. Like I just can't believe Florida State didn't pull away at all because. I mean, they had almost 200 penalty yards, and they still only lost by two to Florida State. Like that was just that was a very weird game. 
Definitely. But um, all right, I guess another big game. Oh, what were you gonna say? Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna go go to another big one. But what were you thinking? I was thinking Ohio State Notre Dame, but yeah, uh, I think in a week right now, looking at it in a week of big games, I think this is arguably the biggest one. I mean, this is a game that will definitely have college football playoff. Um, you know, impact. Uh, not to look too far ahead, it's still only week four, but uh, these are two teams that definitely could make the college football playoffs. And uh, when you look at the line currently, it is hold up. You want the spread of the money line? Uh, hold on, I'm just playing. Uh, minus three and a half, uh, Notre Dame plus 146 on the money line. Uh, you know. This is a tough one. This has got to be one of the toughest games to pick all week long. Um, that's why it's got to be a great game. Uh, I think it really will come down to can Ohio State stop the run against Notre Dame um, in big games that they've played in the past. Um, they have lost because... They couldn't stop the run. Look at Michigan. Michigan running up and down the field on them, you know, and ends up winning it. And Notre Dame has, you know, with our guest team, as we talked about in the last episode, looks like he is absolutely the man. Um, he's looked like the best running back in the country so far, in my opinion. And I think if Notre Dame is going to beat him, him and Sam Hartman are going to have really big games. I think that's definitely fair to say. Um, I think that I think the running attack is going to be the determiner of who wins this game. I kind of like Notre Dame outright if the rushing attack is going to be what it's been so far. I think Ohio State's good. And if they can get it to their playmakers, then they definitely have a shot. Um, of winning it, and as the favorite, obviously they have a shot. But I, so I think Notre Dame will win this one. I think also the fact that it's home field, um, and I think this has got to be one of the biggest Notre Dame home games in a long time. Uh, last one in this like even magnitude. I don't think it was as big. Was the game against Georgia a few years back? And Georgia kind of like had like a 50-50 split of the tickets, if you remember, which is not good at all for Notre Dame. So I think if they can show out to the game, and if they can get the rushing attack, Notre Dame will win the game. That's my pick. So what's yeah, your thoughts? I, I agree. Uh, I think uh, with home field advantage, and uh, I think if they estimate going, that's good, that is going to be the big factor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I um I this is actually one of my most confident bets of the week. I think I, I kinda think Notre Dame's being disrespected. I mean I know Ohio State's the higher ranking, but if you look at how these two played, and again I know Notre Dame hasn't had the caliber of competition, but Notre Dame's heading on all cylinders and there's still a lot of questions for Ohio State. I just think with the home atmosphere, I just don't think at this point in the year it's really a favorable matchup for Ohio State. And I honestly like the crazy enough. I actually like Notre Dame minus two and a half instead of the money line. 
still basically taking the line, but you get a pretty good odds increase, and I definitely have Notre Dame winning this game. All right. Uh, moving on to our next big game of the week that we shall talk about. Let's us go Colorado at Oregon. Colorado without Travis Hunter for this week next and next week. Uh, Oregon has looked very good. Colorado has had some highs. They've had some lows. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? I think uh, I think the only play really for this game I don't know that I can, yeah I think I think 71 and a half is a good line. I think really the only play for me taking the Colorado spread is already lower to 21 21 and a half. But um again I could see a world where Oregon blows them out, but I could also see a world where I'm overreacting after what I saw last week. The uh, the scary thing for me is again I have no doubt that Colorado can go bar for bar with Oregon offensively, but I mean Colorado State literally, I kid you not, probably threw 20 to 30 wide open crossing routes over the middle of the field and connected on them all game. So they have to change up something defensively. If you're gonna let Colorado State put up 42, I mean Oregon can put up 50 plus. So, Brandon, how yeah. do you think this game's going to go? Yeah, I, I think it is going to be tough without Travis Hunter uh, and with Oregon having home field advantage. Uh, this is a game that I think I'm going to have more fun watching without money on it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> if I'm being honest. So, yeah. I'm, probably, I'm probably staying away from this one, uh, betting on it. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Uh, I didn't react fast enough. I like when, once I like the Colorado game ended. I went and checked the line, and it was at nineteen. And at the time, and I was like, "Huh, oh, maybe we should put some money." You know, wake up, and it's now at you know twenty one and a half. And I don't, I don't like that spread to be honest at org for Oregon. And I don't think I could put any money on Colorado. I just don't think. Uh, they're going to be able to do it against a Oregon team that is significantly better than anything they've gone up against, especially without Travis Hunter, with how dynamic he is. I mean, that's 110 snaps you're having to replace. Uh, that's a lot of snaps. Um, and not to say that they don't have people to do it on the outside receiver and corner. That's, they're, they're at their strongest, but I just don't know. Uh, Honestly, I think there's probably a good chance that a lot of money ends up on uh, that Colorado 21 and a half. So if it starts moving down, if it gets back to around 19, I might put some on uh, Oregon. But for yeah, for the time being, I'm going to stay off it. But yeah, I like Oregon to win. Yeah. One game I was looking at that was kind of interesting. A few of y'all have looked at it. Um. UTSA getting 20 against Tennessee. Now, again, I don't know the injury status of Frank Harris. Frank Harris is currently day-to-day, is what they said. But also, you have to consider it's college football, and they don't have to report injuries accurately. So the coaches could just be saying that just to make them have to prepare for it. Yeah, I kind of want to 
you know, bet on the spread either way because I mean, their backup looked really good this last game. And again, outright, I, I don't think TSA is going to win. But what has Tennessee shown us? Take away the Florida game versus cake opponents in Virginia and Austin P. UTSA is one of the better group of five schools. I think plus 20 and a half is a lot to give against UTSA. And I could I could see the, the line moving closer. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you talked about this game during the offseason as a game to pay attention to. You talked about Frank Harris and all that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, 19 and a half is uh, kind of a lot for a Tennessee well, team that just. 20 and a half, but yeah. Oh. Oh, so for me, it's at night, still at 19 and a half, okay, but okay. may have just moved. But yeah, 19 and a half, 20 and a half. Um, yeah, for a, a Tennessee team that has not looked too, too good. I mean, UTSA has had their struggles, sure, but uh, I just don't think Tennessee is going to beat them by 21 points. They haven't looked that good to suggest that. I think that's definitely an interesting play. Uh, all right. Uh, moving towards our next big game, let's go a little bit of Ole Miss at Alabama. Alabama struggled against uh, South Florida. Ole Miss getting a win against Georgia Tech. What are your thoughts on this game? Uh, either of you. Uh, I'm sorry, did you say the Georgia Tech game? No, he said no, the, the, the Ole Miss Alabama. Oh, Ole Miss Alabama, my bad. I was... Sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it's it's questionable because with how Alabama performed last week, and knowing Nick Saban, I, I you know, I want to say they got chewed out this week and they're going to bounce back, but at the same time, who knows? I, with how they performed last week, who knows if they can bounce back? I, they're playing like they've lost a locker room, and. I, th- this game scares me. I, I, I don't know which way to go on it. I could see it going either way. Yeah. Um, one reason why I'm intrigued to bet on Ole Miss this game is because, like, last year, you know, Ben was playing well, Miss was playing well. Kind of what you expect. Ole Miss came out with a hot first half, and then they, you know, fell apart in the second half. Alabama took over. But looking into this game, I'm not even really looking into the team's I'm looking at the quarterback play, and Jackson Dart is playing not only the best football of his career, but he's playing some of the best football in the nation. I think this is a confident Ole Miss team. It does kind of scare me that they have to go to Alabama. And overall, I do feel like this is kind of a trap game for betting. But um, it does. I, I am leaning more Ole Miss if I had to predict who is going to win. As far as betting, I don't really know, but... um. I would almost favor Ole Miss to win this game because the quarterback played Alabama. I do think announcing Miller as the starter is the right thing. It's the best for the team as well. But I don't know. That offense is just really sketchy. And they don't even have a bona fide classic Alabama running back either. So um, offensively, we have no idea what they are. Uh, Yeah, I would agree. I think uh, the big thing for... Ole Miss is um, quit Sean Junkins. Uh, is he going to be able to go? 
and how what level is he going to be? Is he going to be 100? percent Yeah, he he did play 37 yards and a touchdown, but uh, you know he hasn't, in my opinion, hasn't looked fully himself these last two weeks against Tulane and now against uh, Georgia Tech. So uh, I think that's a big thing. Uh, he's kind of he was a large part of their identity last year, but Jackson Dart's his emergence as a Actual quarterback has been big for Ole Miss, in my opinion. Um, you know, I understand what you're saying, Brandon, about you know Nick Saban led team chewing out his team, getting them playing better. But uh, that's what we said last week against Texas, and then they showed out poorly. Uh, they'll probably get them playing better, but I, I like Ole Miss plus seven. Um, I hey, think listen. it's going to be real close. There's nothing I love more than seeing Alabama lose. I'm just saying I'm not risking my money on this game. That's that's, oh, that's all fair. I'm saying. I, I want there's nothing I want more than Ole Miss to win this game, and I think that they can. It's just I, I'm not risking my money on it, is what I'm saying. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I'm just I'm just intrigued to see if they can put together two halves of football because I do think Ole Miss is gonna be winning by halftime. But I just you really don't know what to expect out of this Alabama team, which is really dangerous when it comes to um, a Nick Saban coach team. But um, moving on, uh, I'm, I'm interested well, to see what... Well, wait. Um, wait, Toby, because uh, there, there's a consequence of last week. I think it's we should jump into that. Uh, the, the line for the Rice-South Florida game. <laughs> Be- because, because of South Florida's performance last week, it's two and a half point spread. And honestly, I, I think Rice is going to win this game outright easily. If if I'm if I'm being honest, I I'm I'm I have money on rice spread right now, and I am very confident in that pick. I do you have I them think, on the minus two or do you have alternate? Uh, minus two. I didn't take an alternate. I'm I'm sticking with the minus two. I th- I think uh I think worst case scenario they win by a field goal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I think rice is a very powerful offensive team, and this line has gotten way closer than it should be because of because of Alabama's poor performance last week. Yeah, JT Daniels is playing, I mean, really good football. You know, JT one of the perks. Daniels Christ. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing it back, man. I don't care. Hey, uh, yeah, I think Rice definitely covers that two and a half. Uh, I, no, what, what would be the funniest situation this week? Is Alabama loses to Ole Miss, and then Rice plays better than they did against South Florida. <laughs> so I can uh, say some Rice over Alabama takes. That would be hilarious. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, what's what's the quote, Brandon? You, you never lose to food. Don't it? lose to food. <laughs> Don't lose to food. Hey, food never had JT Daniels before. That's all I got. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, another line. Wait, right, hold on. Before I forget this, another line that I like kind of a lot before we talk about some more big games, not to cut you off, but Maryland at Michigan State uh, on FanDuel, it's currently seven and a half. I don't know where, what it is. Seven, some places got it seven, some places got it seven and a half. Um, and maybe some lines even up to eight. I, I think I might be for the rest of the year just picking against Michigan State. I uh, <laughs> yeah. don't know if Michigan State's going to win another game. Uh, you know, just to 
have their head coach just gone boom. Uh, I don't. They already were a team that seemed like they were lacking identity. I don't think they have even close to an identity now. Uh, I think it's going to get brutal. Uh, I think Maryland is going to cover that seven and a half. I think they might cover by a lot. Yeah. Um, Michigan State showed nothing to um, disagree with you there. And Maryland's offense is looking really good. Um, real quick before we move on to um, another big game. I'm trying to see where I can find this at. I guess without finding the exact one, um, one of the bigger spreads that I usually don't touch that I'm actually really confident on, USC minus 34 against Arizona State. And you're probably thinking, you know, 34 is a lot of points. You know, anything can happen. Um, I don't know if, if y'all saw this or heard about this at all, but every single drive that Arizona State had, besides two punts the entire game, was an interception or fumble against Fresno State. So, with how good USC's offense has been and how, you know, decent their defense has been, I could honestly see USC win this game by 50. I don't think I don't think Arizona State's going to even score twice. Yeah. So, that, mean, that's Fresno one game State, I would look at. Fresno State like 2 weeks ago was your team. Exactly. Remember when I put them at 25 and you were like, Toby, you're crazy for that? I, sh- I should have kept them in, brother. Fresno hey, State. I like Fresno State. State. Fresno State. Uh, I believe they have still have the second active uh, highest. Yeah, the second highest winning streak. Uh, active winning streak right now in college football. So the dogs are on top. Um, wet one and two. So, uh, yeah, I think USC is going. What What's going to happen in that game? They might need the, you know, the United Nations to come in. Uh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah, and technically, if we for counting AP poll votes, AP poll technically has them at thirty, Fresno State. So they're right. they're not a, it's not a joke of a team or anything like that. No, not at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will move on to our next big game: UCLA at Utah. 3.30 game. Um, I, the big question is obviously uh, Cam Rising. Uh, as we talked about on the pod earlier. Um, Toby, you were saying some stuff on the pod on the first episode about if he's not, he had some thoughts on the game. Uh, let's hear him. Well, you know, I was just saying then, maybe not even just this game specifically, but just with how good the Pac-12 is this year. I don't think they're going to win a lot of Pac-12 games. If any, versus these ranked Pac-12 opponents without Cam Rising. And yes, the backup, Nate Johnson, is looking good. But this UCLA offense is hot. And if it does get, you know, ruled that he's not going to play, I will be taking UCLA in this game. However, I really don't see a world where he doesn't play. I mean, he was, like, questionable for week one. And I think they sat in the next two weeks because... You know, they look at a Baylor team that lost to North Texas, and then, you know, they have a cake matchup the next week. But yeah, considering I don't really see a world where Cam Rising doesn't play, I don't want to touch this game because I think both these offenses are really good, and it's just going to be a classic Pat 12 shootout. But um, yeah, that'd be kind of crazy. On FanDuel is 51 and a half. Now that is kind of enticing. Um, I could definitely see this game hitting the over. I don't see a lot of defense being played in this one. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, 
the only thing for me is the fact that when you look at UCLA, uh, has he won the starting job yet? Um, oh, yeah, Dante Moore. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, I, the starting job. All right, yeah. I got uh, stop pretending like he wasn't the best quarterback on the roster. Uh, yeah, uh, Dante Moore is extremely talented. Um, he will definitely be a future top five pick in a few years. Um, but he's a true freshman, and I don't think UCLA has really been tested, and I could see the nerves getting to him. So I would definitely lean Utah. But if Cam Rising's not going, then uh, UCLA is definitely the play. But that's a big thing to look look through the week. Um, you know, yeah, we Brandon, you, um, this are you touching this game at all, Brandon? Stuff. Yeah, actually, I am. I I'm taking Utah spread. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess you're confident you, Rising's playing. Uh, it's it's actually well, it, sort of. I've just been impressed with how Utah has played without him. Uh, and UCLA, like uh, Michael was saying, hasn't really been tested. And I'm constantly conflicted of how good are they really? They couldn't beat the spread against Coastal Carolina, which Coastal Carolina has not impressed me. I I, I thought they were going to be a lot better than they um, have been. Uh, I... I mean UCLA. I'm just not sure, and I, I agree that uh, that Dante is going to be great in the future. I just am not sure uh, for this for this caliber of a test. Um, and I, I think I think four and a half is is a beatable spread for Utah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, that's where we're feeling on that game. Do either of y'all um, have um a lock of the week? A lock of the week? Yeah, do you have you you have a, you have a lock, Brandon? Ooh. Um, I mean I kinda said I I really think that uh, that Fresno State over. Yeah. Um, I really yeah. like I really I really like that one. Um let's see. I also I also like the over for Miami at Temple. Is it fifty one and a half? Yeah, that's I don't, know. Um, I don't I don't know if I'd call these locks though. There's there's nothing that the Fresno State one is the only one that I would feel like is is free money. There's there's nothing like week two, week two Colorado max alternate spread or week two <laughs> week two Marshall minus three. There's not there's nothing like I feel that confident on. Bro, should have put the whole bank account on Colorado minus everything. Minus eight. Colorado <laughs> minus eight, week two. I mean, in Marshall minus three, week two, um, I didn't hear many people talking about that one. And I, I saw that game. I was like, Marshall minus three? Are you serious? Uh, against ECU? Yeah, yeah. That, that was that was the easiest bet I've taken all season outside of that Colorado game. Uh yeah, shout out Marshall. I got a friend that plays there right now, uh, Stacy. Uh, I don't know if you're listening, Stacy, but I hope Marshall does good until they play JMU, and then I hope they lose by them. <laughs> um, 
Um, a game I was I was looking at um, for just another over under. There's a lot of them this week. UCF versus Kansas State. The over under is 54 right now. I could see that getting close to 70. I mean, John <laughs> Reese Pumley is like one of the better Group of Five quarterbacks on UCF, and I think that's going to be a really good game. But um, yeah, there's a lot of they're in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they're in the Big Twelve. Oh, was that moved on this year? Yeah. Shoot, I didn't know that. I won't tell me. I'm bro. Uh, Blacking, bro. You kind of are. Uh, I one play. I'm not gonna sit here and say anything's a lock. Because uh, in any time you see that, you gotta be uh, cautious. But I kind of like Oklahoma uh, minus fourteen and a half right now against Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati's been okay, but they're definitely not uh, a team that has blown me out of the water. Uh, you know, my, 31 to 24 loss to Miami of Ohio. Um, Miami, Ohio looked very bad against Miami of Florida, you know. Um, and then they beat, you know, Cincinnati. Uh, Emory Jones had a bad game. Uh, you know, two interceptions that were pretty key in that game. So, Kind of like Oklahoma, fourteen and a half. I think that's a you know a line that I I really like. So yeah, um, yeah. Oklahoma's looked really good this year. I could see that. I could. Georgia State at um Coastal Carolina was another interesting game I was looking at. Georgia State's looked really good this year, bro. Brandon, I know I know you were down bad, bro, when they blew it versus Wisconsin, bro. They were looking good, bro. They were, weren't they up like two scores? He took. That 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 was Georgia Southern, not Georgia State. Oh shoot, shoot! You're right. Uh, I think we got an well, at least one more big game to talk about, and that's uh, Oregon State at Washington State. I don't think we formally talked about this game. Uh, what's the line at? Minus two and a half for Oregon State. Toby, I think I thought you said you think you're going to take Washington State outright. I right? do think they're going to run out, right? I love the way that Cam Ward's playing right now. And, you know, we've seen DJ play in big games. And it hasn't looked great. I mean, he's not home. So, you know, will he be able to play good behind that O-line on the road? Remains to be seen. But I'm leaning towards Washington State. All right. Um, Brandon, what are you thinking? Uh, that's an interesting game. I, I, do, I think it's going to be a shootout. And that's why I'm not touching it. Uh, yeah, that game could go either way. I think that's why the spread is so close. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm personally not putting my money on that one. Uh, yeah, that's fair. I'll probably stay off it. I'm not sure if I was gonna lean though. I'm, I think I'm gonna go Oregon State minus two and a half on the road. I think uh, this is a big game for Oregon State. I think they are a legit team. Um. Again, it really does come down to DJ Uwe only. And, you know, maybe I'm crazy, but I, I'm kind of a believer in DJ right now. And uh, it's going to be a really good game. I mean, again, this is an amazing slate of games. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think Oregon State does win it, but I'm probably going to leave off, like, you know, not put too much on that if I do end up putting anything. But. Probably staying off of it, but I think Oregon State wins. So, yeah, uh, that's that for that game. Another big game that I think, you know, 
think this is going to I think this could be a potential bounce back spot, you know, where they play it close and you're coming off a team that got a really huge win. Uh, I got Arkansas at LSU. What are your thoughts on that game? You know, kind of an underrated game, but would be that interesting. Is, that is underrated. I think Kansas is um definitely going to win that one, but Can't, it's going to no, be I said close. Arkansas versus LSU. Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, you said I thought you said BYU. <laughs> Um, actually, come on, lock in. Bro, bro. I'm slacking right now, bro. You gotta lock in, man. I know, bro. I think, I think LSU's gonna cover the spread in that one. Uh, 17 and a half. I I would not be surprised, but I also think this is could be a game that Arkansas kind of needs to play well. The only thing with Arkansas, and it's super weird because Sam Pittman coached offensive line, their offensive line is not nearly as inspiring as they should be. Uh, I don't think they're going to give up as many penalties as they did last week. I mean, that was ridiculous. But, uh, yeah. I think if I had to put a play in this game, though, I saw some around, like, I think it's LSU first half is, like, minus 10.5. I think LSU will start off strong, but I think Arkansas probably... Hopefully it bounces back in the second half. I don't know. Hopefully the game's interesting though. So uh Brandon, you got any thoughts on this game? Or no. Uh no, I haven't really thought much about it. I I mean LSU at home is, is hard to take down. Uh yeah. so that's that's my only real thoughts on it, but I haven't thought about uh putting money on it. All right, that's fair. Um Yeah, I think Toby can't BYU Kansas to talk about that game. You really want to talk, I guess. Uh, you got any thoughts on that game? I mean, I think I think Kansas wins, bro. Kansas offense is looking really good. You know, BYU they got a good win versus Arkansas, but Arkansas have really outplayed them that whole game. If you just look at the yardage difference, and I don't think I think Kansas is going to capitalize. You think they're going to cover? I don't know about cover. I don't know about that. But I do think they're going to win a close one. Yeah. Uh, I think I got probably about one more play that I, I really like. I have to kind of wind down stuff. Well, maybe two. I kind of like uh, in the Indiana-Akron uh, game, uh, not a, a big game, but where's the line? Hold on. Let me pull it up. Uh the under in that game. Uh, Indiana is kind of a defensive team. It's, yeah, all right, it's 44 and a half, so that's kind of uh, moved a little. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a very low-scoring game. I mean, it might be like 20 points scored in the entire game. I kind of like that one, looking at that one. And I guess the last one that I like is South Carolina against uh, Mississippi State. Uh, I mean, South Carolina can't stop the run, though, but uh, it seems Mississippi State uh, really can't run at all. So uh, which one budges is the big question. Uh, I kind of like South Carolina. I believe it's minus six right now. I kind of like South Carolina. Uh, it's minus six, minus seven, wherever you look. Um, 
Yeah, I think South Carolina covers. I think this is going to be a big bounce back spot. Uh, I think we're going to see more first half South Carolina against Georgia than uh, second half. I I think that game's kind of a toss up, but um, I don't really know. I don't really think I'm touching that one. I think both teams are going to have a bounce back game, so I don't know. All right. Uh, so do y'all got any more plays? Or yeah, I've got two more. Ago? Okay. I've got two more. So uh, both are ACC games. Uh, Georgia Tech at Wake Forest. Um, Wake Forest uh, is three and zero. Georgia Tech is one and two, and I think that that is very deceiving. Uh, Wake yeah. Forest has not impressed me at all. They struggled with ODU. A, you a didn't like team, the a, te- a team. A team yeah. that a team that Virginia Tech, I didn't I didn't think really struggled that much with. If uh, yeah. if Virginia Tech can beat them, uh, uh, that's 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 tough. And you can't tell me Wake Forest is looking forward to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, their two losses have been a close loss to Louisville, which I, I think Louisville is a you know decent team. Uh, and then they lost it was Ole Miss, right? And they and they. Uh, at the first half of that game, I was pretty impressed with Georgia Tech. Uh, and at plus four, I'm I'm taking Georgia Tech. I I think Georgia Tech can do it. Um, I think that they've kind of been sitting back and and waiting for a a Power Five win, and I think they're due one this week. And I think that they're going to beat that four point spread. Uh, the other game I'm looking at is the North Carolina at Pitt game. Uh, North Carolina is favored by six and a half. Um. With that that Pitt West Virginia game was a rock fight, uh, not very impressive, and, th- and that being a rivalry game, I-, I think Pitt put everything they had into that, and I, I think North Carolina is going to come in and roll this week. Uh, I think they're going to beat that six and a half point spread, especially with Drake May's like or, early interception troubles. I think he's going to prove six and a half is actually an alternate spread that I took. I think it's actually at seven and a half. Oh, got you. But yeah, I agree with you on that one. I think that's a Sharp play. Yeah, I would agree. And also with that Georgia Tech-Wake Forest game, I kind of like Georgia Tech outright. I mean, Wake Forest, as you mentioned, struggling. You know, their, their comeback win against uh Old Dominion team that made uh, Grant Wells, the quarterback at Virginia Tech, they made him look like he's pretty good, which uh, talking with Virginia Tech fans, uh, that is a modern miracle. <laughs> Grant Wells is not very good. They don't particularly like him down there in Blacksburg. So, uh, yeah, I think Georgia Tech might, you know, win outright. It's on the CW network as well. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> <sighs> I'm pretty sure they're starting to show uh, ACC games and uh, AMC theaters. So That's interesting. Yeah, they're showing, they're showing it everywhere, bro. It's crazy. Also, another interesting game I was looking at. Again, I know they're not going to win, but in the spread, the line—I didn't even see the line open up at all. But like, if they have like Rutgers, like as like a three touchdown, I could low key see them covering. I don't know. Like, Brandon, I know your Hokies. You know, didn't look great versus them, but again, they could have oh, easily done some things. So again, I think Rutgers could low key keep it close though, just because both teams run the ball, and I think it could be low scoring. So if it's like a twenty point spread, I could just see it being low scoring. But, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that um, that should do it. 
Brandon, no, um, thank you, thank you for for joining the show. You know, first guest ever. It's a high honor. We might have to hook you up with some merch. You know, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which will be coming soon. Yes, sir. And I want to thank again for our sponsor, Appliance Outlet. Uh, you know, Stevie G has blessed us with the sponsor and you know appliance outlet they will get all of your appliance needs toby you know the script you know the saying go take it away you know um great store great people they chose the best podcast to sponsor exactly and um you know we're thankful for it we want we want to thank them brandon once again thank you to all the fans we thank you and um yeah that that does it for our um our first betting edition episode of the college football degenerate podcast yeah uh thank you for listening everyone again make sure you share with everyone you know make sure you like this uh give it good ratings uh if you didn't catch the first episode uh make sure you go back and listen to that one uh I'm going to have more episodes coming out next week. Uh, so make sure you're following the socials to keep up with that, get more posts and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, goodbye.